Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. So, I finally finished the book Cast by Isabel Wilkerson. Let me tell y'all something. She did an outstanding job with this book. And I was just, I was in my emotions. I was mad. I was sad. There were so many emotions um, that came from me just being uh, able to read this book. And let me tell y'all, it takes a lot out of you. But at the end of the day, you feel like you've you've um, learned something and that you've gained um, this knowledge that you didn't have. And so uh, for me, it was very enlightening. Um, it was very educational. Um, it, it allowed us to, uh, it, well, it allowed me to understand why uh, people, certain people, Act the way they act, okay? Um, and I was just, oh, I was in awe, like literally, from the verbiage that she used, from you, you knew it was well researched, um, the information that she gave, like it was just off the chart, like, like off the chart. Like, this is probably one of the best books you, if you read it, that you will ever read. Um, it's a book that you can always go back to and uh, reread because you you don't fully grasp everything when you read it. I was literally taking notes while I was reading the book, and um, it was just interesting. But let me tell you, yesterday I was watching this movie on um, Netflix. It was a documentary, and it was about um, the there was a war in. Oh, I think it was in the Congo, in in the Congolese uh, area. And during the war, um, the rebels were raping the women and they were raping the girls and they were they were just raping people. And so this doctor, uh, him and a couple of people got together and they built this um, hospital where these women could come and seek refuge. But the doctor was a gynecologist. So he started helping them heal physically, um, emotionally, mentally. And, um, one of the things that one of the ladies he had there helping them told them, tell the truth and break the silence, tell the truth and break the silence. And I know, um, when you're talking about therapy uh, and uh, cognitive behavioral uh, therapy and you, you know, you're dealing with mental illness, there's always this shame and guilt attached to it. Like if something happened to you traumatically that a lot of people have a hard time letting go. But once you speak that thing, it, it cannot be hid anymore, you know, and once you're not ashamed to tell your story, there's no more shame attached to it. Now, shame will try to come back and guilt will bring guilt with it. But you can tell them not today. And so when I heard that, I said, this is what America needs to do. America needs to break the silence. And I will share with you in the book, Germany took ownership of, uh, listen, Hitler's regime and him, they was crazy. 
But what we're not going to do is glorify him in anything he did. We're going to acknowledge that it was a horrible, awful thing that should have never happened. We were wrong for keeping silent and we're going to educate our children henceforth and forevermore on what happened so that it will not happen again. And one of the things that they uh, talked about what they do is like, I think it's a a professor or whatever. He talks to a professor or a teacher. They talk to kids in school and they ask them, you know, what are their thoughts about them? You know, good and bad. And um, they get their takes. You know, some people say some things and something, you know, just different uh, takes on it, but they all agree that it is something that should be told. And um, they even realize their role in being able to pass that information down um, to the next generation after them. And so as much as America doesn't want to tell um, the story of racism, the story of caste, the story of um, um, oh, hatred and bigotry. Um, America got to own that. And white people don't like to listen. This is what I know for sure. White people always, always want to think that they're good. And I always hear this, but I'm a good person. And you may very well be a good person. And that's okay. Nobody's telling you you have to take ownership for what happened. But we're telling you, you have to acknowledge that it did happen. You know, you can't make up a story in your mind about uh, something you thought happened just because you don't want to be associated with it. And so America and white America, you got to you gotta stop playing games with yourself and stop telling yourself a lie. Y'all went over to Africa and Africa got the play. They, they got to, you know, admit what they did over there, too. But they, you went over there, you took people, you, you enslaved them, you made them feel like they were less than human. And you would love to continue that. But the truth of the matter is those people are saying this is not going to happen again. And we're not going back to business as usual. So I say, uh, white America, get with it. Everybody in the world knows that America is full of racism. They know it. They know it on a scale that we act like we don't know. And um, Isabel Wilkerson speaks of all how other nations, even Nazi Germany, got information of how America started their caste system, their racism, their Jim Crow laws and, and things like that. And so they use some of that to put their systems in place so that people can um, be judged um, on the different levels that you're at. But they've all they all <laughs> they all uh, came, you know, got some of America's stuff. So that tells you. So we're the big sore right here. We're the big problem right here. You know, we want to be seen as this great place to be. This is the greatest place that, uh, that there ever was. But with come greatness, you, you got to stand up and say, we did some things wrong. We did a whole lot of things wrong for a long period of time, and we want to right that wrong. That's when 
your country begins to heal itself. Okay? You can't expect America to to and everybody in America to see this as this great loving place because that's not, that's not how they've experienced it. You know, white privilege has given white people uh, so many things and yet they don't want anyone else to have what they have or they they're so afraid and and it's so insane to me they're so afraid of being where the black people are where the african americans are they're afraid of being where the latinos are they are just afraid of being in another place other than where they're at i think in my mind i think a lot of times whites are afraid that um if blacks are in charge at any level let me tell y'all <laughs> when obama got elected people lost their mind and i know they were saying to themselves they're going to enslave us like we enslaved them. I know that's probably what the, a lot of people was thinking. And there was a lot of fear that was put out there. But it didn't happen because that's not how we operate. You know, we do want what's best for, for this country. You know, we do want uh, people to be treated equally. And we've been at the bottom of the bottom. And so we know what it's like. We know how to survive in it. But what we're saying is we won't, we, we're not taking any more of it. So anyway, I digress with that. And I go back to tell you, listen, in the book, Isabel Wilkerson shares so much information um, that it is riveting. I'm, I mean, it's hard to sit still. It's hard. I had to listen to it in the car. I had to listen to it while I was walking. I had to uh, put it down. <laughs> And then pick it back up, you know. I had to take a break from it and then come back. And then I had to reread some things. I mean, it's that good. It is that good. And listen, I'm on her next book already, uh, The Warmth of Other Sons. And so that's the book she wrote first. But this book, this book (laughs) should be in every classroom. Let me tell you. In every school district in America, it just should be. She did so much research. She talked about India. She talked about Germany. She talked about here. And we know it's in Africa. We know it's in Asia. We know it's everywhere. Everywhere. Somebody got to be at the bottom. That's the, that's the thought. It, somebody has to be at the bottom. And so we're going to design a system that's going to allow for a certain group to be there and stay there. So then what happens when people climb out of that? Then what? You know, in the book, it talked about uh, why people aren't afraid of just any black person. There's, they're afraid of an educated black person. I'm going to let that sit there for a moment. They ain't just scared of anybody. It's the education. It's when you know what your right is, when you know what you're doing, when you know how to move and, you know, and when you know how to uh, uh, say what you need to say and keep it moving or whatever you need to do. Um, Those are the people they look to destroy, the Martins, the Malcolms, the Black Panthers, 
You, you see where I'm at? All those people who came up and tried to make some changes, those are the people who they go for. Now, I see that they, you know, in America, they're, they're killing the, the men. They're trying to kill the men. They're trying to spark that fear. And um, listen, black people, we don't have time. <laughs> we don't have time to argue with one another about what movement we should be with. We should support whatever movement is supporting us. Okay. I, I know some of y'all holier than thou and y'all got to go to your Bible, but it ain't about your Bible. It's about your life. It's about your life. And I know there are plenty of people out there who say black men, this is happening to them because they have turned their backs on God. I would say to you, you are a liar. Because there are black there are black men in the church and it's still happening to them. So then where do you, what do you say? It's not about that. It's not about that. And let me tell y'all something. Racism is a team sport. It's a team sport. And so you can't win unless you're on a team. The whites got their team. They got their team. They might not all be on that team, but enough of them are on the team. And then there are some, they, they're willing to put it all on the line for the race. Where you at, black people? Where you at? Are you willing to put something on the line? Listen, you got to be willing to put something on the line for your own people. There are plenty of people who've died um, and the the... the injustices. You know, you can't, don't blame the people because they had a past. We all got a past. We're all ex-men and ex-women. We all have uh, fallen short of the glory of God. Every last one of us. But does that give the right for somebody to kill us when we're not in the act of doing something that we shouldn't be doing? Does that, talk to me, people, you know, is that right? I tell you, it ain't. I don't care what your past is. You could have gave your life to the Lord two minutes ago. I don't know that. But you walking down the street and somebody hurts you. You walking down, you jogging, and somebody kills you. You know, you walking out the store. You get, come on. Okay? Listen, read this book. Read this book. It's powerful. And I'm going to tell you something. There is a thing as willful ignorance. Let me say that again. Willful ignorance. That's when you know what's right, but you choose to be ignorant about it anyway. And we got a lot of people out there. We got a lot of people who don't want to vote. We got a lot of people who don't want to get in a fight. I can't, I can't support Black Lives Matter because they're supporting the gay, the lesbian, the trans, the LGBTQ, MNOP, whatever. Black lives. That's, that's what's at stake. Doesn't matter what you call yourself other than that. Your black body is what is, is, is needing protection. And so that's what the movement is about. Doesn't matter who's giving you money. <laughs> you know, people focus on the wrong things. It's about your black life. Your life could be taken just as well as anybody else's. But people like to believe that it's something else other than racism. And sometimes it's just not. 
It's just not. You know, you can't <laughs> you can't expect things to change if you don't get in a fight to help those things to change. I digress. I digress. Listen, all I'm going to tell you is this. You are missing out if you do not read this book. You will miss out. And again, you can get it uh, on audio. You can get it, um, you know, through Amazon. You know, there's plenty of places you can get this book. It was a number one bestseller. This woman can write. Do you hear me? I felt like I was in the stories. I felt she told a story about being followed in the airport by DEA agents. They got on the shuttle with her and I know me and I probably would have went to jail that day. But she was very composed. She kept herself because she knew what would happen. I love the way she interacts and, and with history and stories of, you know, the, the past and the present and how they just braid. It's like a, a braid They're going in and out, in and out. And it's just such a well-written uh, book, a well-told story um, that it just captures you in the middle of it. And you can feel yourself uh, being in those uh, um, those d- different chapters and those different stories, just like we did when we saw Roots and it pissed us off. We were mad. But then when Django came, we was glad, you know, because we want we want somebody to tell a story about us fighting back because that's what we do. And we don't just fight for black people. We fight for brown people and we fight for Asians and we fight for Indians. We fight for everybody. That's what we do. That's what we do. And that's the power we have is that we we do believe in equality and we do believe in living a peaceful life. And so we're always in a fight. We're comfortable. But a lot of times, you know, people have uh, well, I would say lately people have become uncomfortable. But I say this. Get used to being uncomfortable. Things are changing. Okay. Things are changing. Listen, the book is called Cast. It's by Isabel Wilkerson. It is a treat. It is a history lesson. Um, It is one for the records, uh, for the record book, for the history book. It is one that everyone should have in their library. All right? So go out and get yours. This is Ms. Ruff. Don't y'all go around hurting nobody. Not even yourself. Signing out, Miss Ruff.